0: Woof. Woof. Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we hope
1: you had a stellar Fourth of July. Yes, I hope that it was safe. It was fun. Uh, all of your fingers and toes are still intact.
0: God bless America.
1: And
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a good Fourth of July? I did.
1: I was very. It was very busy, mm-hmm. but it was fun.
0: That's good. I had a very good time as well. I spent some time in Missouri,
1: in the old Kirksville, in the old country, the old country.
0: Just trying to brush up on the uh, how the the rest of the world works.
1: Did anyone get you?
0: No one got me, thankfully. But uh, but no. they but they to get you. They to get you. No, it was it was it was pretty nice. It was again, you know, just cheap cheap stuff, man. It's always a positive. Like just wander around. The only thing that sucks again, like about before, is just. You know, we cooked a lot, which was good. Um, we cooked, I think, almost every night. But at one point, Jill wanted to go out and get some lunch, and she's like, "Jesus fucking Christ, what am I supposed to eat here? Because Taco it's, Bell, it's just nothing but fast food. McDonald's, yeah, it's just nothing but fast food." Yeah. I was like, "I don't know what to tell you." Like, you you decide to wander out of this house. Welcome. <laughs> you know, I was like, "There's really no good local thing around here." Right? No, so. no mom and pop shop. I mean, they're there, but only for, like, two months, and then they go under. That's usually how it ends up yeah. as far as food goes. So.
1: That's why – we had this discussion previously. Why Why are mom-and-pop shops unable to, to sustain? First of
0: all, I think the people that, uh, d- you know, decide to do it uh, have terrible business plans. Okay. I don't think they really think about what it is that they're going to be doing. Um, and they also pick weird locations. Like, they're on the town square, which no one goes to. Right, right. And it's just, I don't know, most of the time it's restaurants, okay. and they just don't last. They don't do very well.
1: There's not many mom and pop retail shops. Mostly it's restaurants. Not even, there's a few retail
0: shops around the square, but it's like Jesus R Us and a couple of other random stuff, and I'm like, how have you stayed open all these years? There is one place so this one diner has been open as long as I can remember, definitely longer than I've been alive.
1: See, that's the kind of place that I want to go to. When I go to a small town, that's the kind of place I want to go to. It's
0: called Pancake City. Shit, yeah. And it's named, it's, it's affectionately called The Shitty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> every You're not saying anything that doesn't sound yeah, good yes. right now.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, yes. And Dave and I... I will go eat
1: the fuck out of that place. Dave
0: and I have a, now a tradition of once, whenever we go up for 4th of July, we have to have breakfast there at least once. Nice. Just the two of you? Yeah. Yeah. So we go up there and it's 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 your typical diner food. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. I like it. they
1: have chicken and waffles?
0: Uh, they don't have chicken and waffles. It is a
1: missed fucking opportunity.
0: Justin, there's just white people there. They don't understand.
1: Do they have waffles? Yes. Do they have chicken strips? Like for yes. lunch? Then they have chicken and waffles.
0: I agree, but they don't mm. understand.
1: I'd like to get chicken and waffles. Get the fuck out of my store. What'd you say? Yeah, you've got chicken and you've got waffles. <laughs> can you just... Go right. back
0: the way you came, I'll son. just take a pancake. You will take a pancake <laughs> up your
1: ass! I'm sorry, is this Pancake City? I'll take a pancake. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. Just, yeah, that's, cool, totally, that's totally, totally cool. Totally cool with pancake. No worries about that at all. Yeah. Um... Uh, I wanted to ask another question about this place because it sounds magical. Mm-hmm. I really want to go there now.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a hot spot for truckers, or it used to be before they built the bypass because sure. it was open like late. I think it's open 24 hours, actually. Oh, is it really? I know a lot of college kids will go there and yeah. they'll basically eat some food, order coffee, and do homework. Perfect. Because it's it's open late. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um,
1: what? Oh, God damn it. I know I was going to ask another question about what they had at this place. Chicken and waffles... Oh, how much is breakfast? Because this is something mm. that Beth and I have gotten. Like, I, I, am, I am on a tear on this right now. I'm outraged by it. Okay. You can't go out to fucking eat breakfast. Breakfast! Mm-hmm. I blew out my headphone on this side. <laughs> there we go.
0: Breakfast, uh, man, I These said. are my
1: good headphones, too. God damn it. Wow, wow. I can't hear shit now. There it is. Breakfast! <laughs> Found it. <laughs> Found the sweet spot. you can't go out and eat breakfast for under, like, 30 bucks. In the city anymore? Where the hell are you going for breakfast, Justin? Anywhere. Pick a fucking
0: place. Okay, White Pal's Diner.
1: It's you're still gonna you're still gonna walk out of there at least because if we get it's, probably, up,
0: it's probably low twenties.
1: Well, I don't know. Low man. to mid twenties. I would say mid. I would say mid at least. Yeah, but still, like
0: that's probably the best deal you're gonna get. Is White I come fucking
1: yeah. Like it's breakfast food. Yeah, it's not. You're not reinventing. It's not this gourmet fucking you know steak tartare. Like it's breakfast food. How much I, does it
0: cost? I just imagine someone, someone in my hometown going, did you just call my steak re- a retard?
1: My <laughs> steak is not a tartar. What did you just call him? All right. <laughs> my steak went to Bovine College. Bovine State <laughs> College.
0: He was on the dean's list for two semesters. He graduated.
1: Magnum. Who, Magnum. <laughs> Mag, Mag, Magnum PI. Magnum, uh, Magnum Cud Loudy. <laughs> well cow, done cow joke
0: i love it i was like i don't know how to make a cow joke out of this <laughs> um but how
1: much is it how much did breakfast
0: over my there? i got uh chicken and steak or chicken and
1: <laughs> you say waffles i'm gonna come across this table at you
0: i got some chicken and waffles like, Motherfucker. <laughs> i got chicken fried steak which came with chicken fried steak uh hash browns toast and eggs for eight dollars and 79 cents i'm i'm telling you dude that's for that and that was one of the more expensive options
1: it's pissing me off this, like, this city yeah. prices are pissing me well,
0: off well it's cost to live and it's inflation oh, fuck that shit. you know they gotta pay their rent over
1: there you know they probably own that block they've been there for so long
0: yeah i mean you go to like 11 city diner you just know you're gonna pay off the ass for it but it's good food
1: it's good food it's but it's food. fucking breakfast food speaking yeah. of your brother mm-hmm. your brother texted me mm-hmm. next podcast get doug to tell you what he did with his ps2 Oh, that's a hilarious story. Lay it on me. I said, oh, yes, I'll make sure I bring this up somehow. So I was like, let me just walk right into it. That's and not even No, no, it's not even...
0: Fantastic. This is something I'm not proud of, but Let's hear we'll it. tell the story. So oh, let me hear it. Um, uh, I love my mother, uh, but there was a point in time where she pit Dave against me okay. and me against him. Sure. So she used her machinations, if you will, to uh, basically... I feel like I'm in, a, I'm in a therapy session. I trusted her because she was my mom, but she used <laughs> that trust to basically get dirt on Dave and use it against him. Fantastic. And so by you know by my and she also really made me think Dave was a bad person. Okay, growing up, so I didn't trust him for a really long time. So uh, when I turned eighteen. Uh, for my birthday, my mom got me a PlayStation 2. I had never asked for a PlayStation 2. Didn't even really want it. Okay. But she got it for me. I think she did it just to piss my brother off because he really wanted one. Naturally, And he was in college, so <laughs> I was a senior in high school, and she got it for me. I was like, eh. Because I remember I was at the state <laughs> tournament for wrestling, and my brother showed up and he goes, dude, I heard mom's getting me a PlayStation 2 for your birthday. I go, Really? He goes, yeah, and I'm like, huh? I didn't even really ask for that, and I don't know if I even really want that. And he was like, "What?" He's furious. What are you talking about? I was like, and he's. Like, and I was like, he goes, maybe you can give it to me. I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't care. So at one point, you know, I told my mom. You know, Dave seemed real excited about the PlayStation 2, and she just had me convinced that Dave was going to steal the PlayStation 2. <laughs> She's like, he's going to come back, and he's going to take it with him. He's going to steal it. Yeah, because he wants it so bad. She's like, we have to hide it. I was like, "Wait, she told you we have to hide it." She's like, "We need to hide it." Like, she, it's like a scheme now. I, I wasn't playing it, but this is amazing. I I was convinced that Dave was going to steal the PlayStation too. Yeah. So uh, a girl I was dating at the time, for some reason, gave me this ridiculous like lockbox that's like fireproof and has like a key or a combination to it. I can't remember which one. So. PlayStation Two fit like a glove in that oh, son of a bitch. So up. I put it in there. Wait,
1: was it one of those like? Was it kind of um, almost like a cream colored or like a, a light gray it with, was a, with yeah. black on the front? I don't know, if like it was a black like, handle. I,
0: it was. It was like a. It was like a metal like box. It Almost oh, okay. seemed like a, like a metal lunch box. Okay. To some degree. Yeah. And so I put so it, for it in some there. Reason
1: I had a lockbox too, which is weird. Put it in there,
0: locked it up, and then I put that in like a bag, and I hid it in our basement. And it just. It was hidden there and wasn't getting used. Yeah, and at the time it was a new system, it wasn't getting used. Yeah, and Dave comes home and then's like, "Where's the PlayStation 2? And I'm like, "I don't know." He goes, "What do you mean you don't know? How can you I not know where this the is?" Worst fucking excuse. I was like, "Dude, I don't know. It's just not here anymore." He goes, "What did Mom do with it?" I go, "I don't know." <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck did she sell?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any answers for him. It drove him insane, and I fell back because I didn't know like the right way to lie to him. Right. I remember one time we were down in the basement and this thing was like 20 feet away from him. He goes, I bet she hid it down here somewhere. Oh, no. He was like looking around. Yeah, I was like, even if he finds the bag that it's in, he won't be able to open it because he doesn't have the key and I know where the key is. Yeah. But he never found it. Yeah. And then (laughs) I'm about to go to college and I was like, you know, it'd be really nice to have a DVD player. There it is. (laughs) I guess I'll take the PlayStation 2 with me. So I took it with me. But I don't think I took it with me until like my sophomore year of college. Okay. My freshman year of college just stayed behind, locked up, not getting used. Really? (laughs) The most waste of, biggest waste of money ever. And then so finally I remember like I'm like, well, I'm going to take this with me to college because daddy needs, uh, daddy wants a place, he wants a DVD player. Right. And then I would borrow games from some friends and play them, but I was never really into it that much.
1: At that time, were you a PC gamer?
0: Um I was I had had a PlayStation One and then PlayStation Two had the analog sticks yeah. and that's where I started like losing my interest in games just because I'm terrible with those. Okay, and that's also when I really started getting into like Counter Strike and other games. And even yeah. when I was in college, I was pretty much PC gaming yeah. like all the time. So um, and I remember at one point Dave called me when I was at college and I was playing a uh, like game. He's like, I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, nothing. What's up with you? Goes, oh, I'm just playing PlayStation Two ah. in, in another friend's room because he's not. He's in class, and he said I could come over, and I could like, I was, it was like a, it's like a sitcom. Like I was over explaining. Yeah, myself. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't need... like he
1: just stopped talking, and you just kept going. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, this is
0: the game I play. Like, and it was the stupidest thing because I remember at one point in time, I think my mom. Went down there, and she's like, the box is empty. Did Dave take it? I was like, No, I took it because I needed a DVD player. Right. And she's like, Okay. Like totally fine with it. But for the longest time, he's just like I was convinced that Dave was gonna d- And then at one point in time, I think I just gave it to him.
1: You're just like, I'm done with this. Or I can't
0: remember what it was. I was just like, I don't want this. I don't need I don't use it for anything. I was right, like, right. if you want it, you can have it. I don't remember I honestly don't remember what happened to it, but it was something I'm not proud of. Yeah. Because I was used to uh, get a Dave yeah and I didn't like that and and that was one of that happened and then Dave and I had another issue a little bit later in our lives but ever since then he and I are like poof, we're like no no we gotta communicate with each other right mom can't no be the buffer no intermediary yeah mom can't be the buffer anymore yeah. because she lies so
1: what what, uh, can, what do you have any idea what brought this up why he would have texted me randomly to get you to tell me the story I have no idea all right but it's pretty funny, Dave. It, hit us up on some sort of social media yeah. or text me or Doug. Or just, I'm kind of curious what yeah. what prompted this. Uh, what it, prompted it, this Dave? Story? I'm
0: pretty sure that's accurate. I, I was very pretty honest with that. I don't. I don't. I'm not hiding anything or anything yeah. like that. I, I was. It was. It's something I'm not proud of at all. That I essentially <laughs> gave in to. Uh, my mom did that a couple times in my life, and I'm not happy that yeah. she did that. And that's something I'll remember when, uh, if if and when Natalie has a sibling, I'll be like, yep. I'm not going to use one to get to the other, right? That's not fair. That's not right. Because you got to keep
1: your eyes on the old uh, the old mama. You got to make sure she doesn't do it to uh, Natalie and, and her sibling. Oh, she's not going to do that. <laughs>
0: um, and no, actually, not to bring it up, there was another time where my brother had a uh, game, a board game under his bed, and that's where he kept all of his tobacco chew. He kept condoms and he kept uh, the Chronic by Dr. Dre, like his yes! Snoop Dogg's doggy style. Yes, and I remember one day, like my mom and I went out to eat, and she was just basically like, you know, tell me all the secrets. And I was like, he's got this box under his bed. You just gave, you just spilled he it. Just, yeah, I trusted her. Ah. Like She's like, Dave's been acting weird lately. What's going on? Does he have anything you need to tell me about? And I Is he guilty. on drugs? I feel guilty yeah. for not saying anything. So I was like, yeah, he's got this game board game under his bed, and he's got like just really vulgar music CDs in there, and. He's got tobacco chew. You son of a bitch. Yeah, it was awful. I was again it was just like I felt like she was she made it seem like it's life or death. Yeah. And I, I need to tell her right now, and if I don't, then I'm a piece of shit. And I was like, uh oh.
1: That's rough, man. Yeah. Jesus, that's yeah. rough.
0: Shit, don't fly now. I'm gonna tell you that much. That is <laughs> <laughs> Does not happen anymore. on to you, Chris. We double check with each other when we hear something, we're like, we need to suss out whether or not this is bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing this anymore. It's life. <laughs> we're too old for that sort of bullshit. Fair enough, yeah. So, There you go, the PlayStation 2 story. Ta-da! So, uh, yeah, (laughs) speaking of stories, did you hear about this story going on with YouTube, Justin? Woof. (laughs) Woof. No, Doug, tell me. So, Justin sent me this uh, video the other day with this uh, rather large uh, UK guy. We've uh, talked
1: about him on the podcast in the past. Uh, we went through, he was, it was it's uh, Jim Sterling, and he went through a, a giant um, lawsuit with Digital Underground. Um, is it Digital Underground? Digital Playground?
0: I don't think it's Digital Underground. I think well, that, was, that was, that was, that was like the guys that did the Humpty Dance, right?
1: Oh, was it? Yeah. Digital Playground? Digital something, I thought.
0: I don't know. Digital Butthole? Quick. Digital Ballsack,
1: Jim Sterling. Digital Taint Talk? Digital homicide. There we go. That's what it is. Yeah. So they were suing him because he uh, he he does honest. He does game reviews and he talks. He does a lot about gaming. Uh, he he did a um. They they rushed a bunch of games to market and he did an honest review on them, saying that you know these are bad games, quite simply. Um, and they blamed him for the lack of sales, and then they sued him, and it went through this giant thing. So he, like, they made some video about. They they made a video mocking his video, mm-hmm. and he made a video of them mocking his video. Like, he made a mock video of them mocking his video. And it got mm-hmm. really... Basically, it was just this giant thing. He finally won. The judge finally went, you guys are assholes. Mm-hmm. This is thrown out, I think. And he he basically won. Yeah. Um. So that guy was doing a whole piece on this uh, story that I sent you.
0: Yeah, so Justice sent me this story where it was basically... Uh bringing to light some issues with YouTube currently, mm. which I find fascinating because I don't know much about YouTube or people who make a living on YouTube. Uh, as far as I can tell, it's this mystical land where things, content just gets created and people magically get checks. I have no <laughs> idea how they, how they work or anything like that. But uh, apparently there was this uh, uh, video game music composer and uh, she had composed uh, music for, I think, over, I don't know, several games. Yeah,
1: she's done a bunch, yeah.
0: And I guess she had a beef with a game company. And because of that, she decided that she was going to uh, issue copyright infringement notices on any of those videos. I think it was over 60 videos yeah. on YouTube.
1: And, she and we'll, on... we'll link the Jim Sterling video in the in the description just so you guys can, can watch, take a look at this and
0: get all the juicy details. Um, I'm proud I almost said juicy deets, and I didn't. So good for you, Doug. Glad you finished that word out. Yes. Um, So she essentially was, like, pissed, and as uh, Jim Sterling talked about, she wasn't in – she kind of had a mental – Breakdown, yeah, kind of the, how he, he an, phrased it. An
1: element of the story deals with mental health because mm-hmm. she's there. There's some some element where she she's struggling with some mental health issues. Uh, uh, apparently, is from what I've seen in the stories. Yes. So the
0: issue is that she essentially essentially just filed these copyright infringement claims, and all sixty, nearly sixty or sixty plus videos were taken down automatically without any sort of inf- investigation or oversight and then Jim Sterling took you through the process of what happens when something like that happens so she issued copyright infringement those videos are automatically taken down and they're down for 14 business days so well,
1: but she was also make, she made the lawyer who was uh, on the side of the video game company she was making death threats yes she was calling up and like saying i've got a knife to my throat and yeah. she was encouraging uh other pe- let's see how did it go she was enc- i think she was encouraging other people to Oh, God, how did it go? Basically, she was trying to get other people to fight her bit. Ba- oh, no, no, no. What it was is I think any re- she started uh, honing in on game reviewers. That's mm-hmm. what it was, who had used the clips mm-hmm. to review the games yeah. because it was her music. Yeah. So she was basically hitting them and saying, if you don't like it, Tell the company to yeah. figure this shit out. Yeah. So basically, she was she was coming after other people in order to get them to fight the company for her. Exactly. The she video game company. To, yeah. That's she, how. Yeah. yeah.
0: So she's trying to stir up shit, um, and by doing so, um, because these got taken down, they're down for fourteen days. Yeah. So um, so without any sort of initial investigation or anything, they just get taken down. So the flaw in this system, and Jim Sterling goes into more detail in his video about like what it takes to get those things back up. Yeah. But if you're living... Because he's been hit with a bunch of them. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're making a living you know, creating content and someone just immediately issues a copyright infringement, which he takes you through, it's not that hard to do. No, it's not at all. It's one form. And you just put that information in and then pretty much stuff gets automatically taken down. Yeah. And then... There's a whole lengthy process to get it back up, and then I forget. I don't know if you remember. You remember some of the details on it, but it was so something
1: to, to appeal that you have to provide the person who filed the 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 copyright infringement. Uh, you have to give them like phone number, mailing address, full name, email. You've got to give them all this contact information about yourself. Uh, all they have to provide is an email address in order to file it. So you get their email address, they get all this contact info. So there's really no way, like they've got, they've got so all this the shit
0: on you. they potentially harass you. They could
1: harass you. They can give your information out. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, they can, they can, whatever, they can send you summons. To, like they, they, yeah. they can do anything they want. Uh, and, and you've got no replica. All you have is an email address and they can just choose to ignore the emails. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this is <clears throat> so up- very one-sided. This upset me because, um, again, I don't, use YouTube for a living, but if I did, I mean, you don't, (laughs) you know, you can easily make enemies on the internet. Enemies are people who just want to be dicks. Yeah. Trolls. Yeah. People can do whatever they want. You say the wrong thing or whatever. I mean, look at the harassment people have gotten over the last few years, you know, just from anything that they have going on. You could be a complete asshole to somebody and claim that sort of stuff and, if there's no oversight that's going to stop that, that's going to prevent that from happening, right. it's just automatically going to take your content down, which is monetization. It's two weeks. It can completely fuck over yeah. <clears throat> your the life of a particular video. And
1: Well, this is why Jim and a lot of other people are now using... I mean, it's not a new thing, but a lot of them are using Patreon. Mm-hmm. Because it does not rely on your videos being monetized. So you can play ad-free video. Yeah, <clears throat> You just have... And it's no different. The way I actually heard an interview with uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, Casey Neistat, was being interviewed by another very famous YouTuber who's been on the platform for years. He he does a lot of news-based talk show stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Philip Defranco. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've ever heard of him. Philly D. Philly D. So he was. They were. Philly was interviewing. uh, Phil was interviewing Casey, and Casey had talked about, um, or uh, Phil was talking about Patreon. Basically, they were saying that, um, you know, the people who kind of get up in arms of well you're asking your you know you're asking people to to, to you know pay you 3 dollars a month or something in order for you to to make youtube videos or whatever and the way that they kind of phrased it is like if you, if you youtube has the stigma and and it's still i it shocks me it's still very prevalent where it's cat videos, it's, you know, goofy things, it's, you know, uh, my, you know, 13-year-old niece uploading a, whatever, you know, a video of her and her friends jumping on the trampoline, or what, like, goofy shit, Mm -hmm. but there is an incredibly large amount, an insanely large amount of high-quality content being produced on YouTube, stuff that you watch it, and it, you, it you want to come back and watch more. It is actual – you've got everything from interview shows to news shows to uh, comedy to uh, just kind of reality-based, if you will, day-in-the-life stuff. All of it extremely high con- uh, high quality. I, I don't see any difference uh, – and I, this is where I agree with Casey and Phil on this. I don't see any difference of you pay HBO a subscription and mm-hmm. they give you high-quality content. You pay your cable provider because you want cable you pay hulu you pay netflix they all provide you with these with content and you're paying them <clears throat> so to get ad free to get non monetized videos no ads play before them you pay $3 a month to this person because you want them to keep paying to, to keep making mm-hmm. making videos it's no different than any of those other models but for some reason because it's on youtube everyone's like oh you want me to just pay you $3 like it, there's this weird perception well i think
0: part of that it's like having napster Getting everything for free and then being told, oh, by the way, no, you you, you have to pay for music. People are like, fuck you. Or for the the pirates out there, they're like, oh, I don't pay for movies. Right. I get them wherever I get them from. Sure. You know, it's like, why should I pay for them? And then I love the excuses that go along with that. But um, yeah, but I understand this. It's like, hey, if I really, really liked a particular YouTuber, which I think I'm subscribed to like two channels. Sure. I don't do much on there. Uh, but if I found someone that I truly really liked and I felt it was worth it, what's three bucks a month?
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Like to me, that's no big deal. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll support that. So sort of they stuff. get, you know,
1: you get however many people you know, do. You get a thousand people giving you three bucks a month. Now you're making three thousand bucks a month. You know, yeah. you get a couple more, like which is it starts to become a, mm-hmm. a where you can actually do this for a living and thus becoming higher quality content. Maybe yeah. you're putting more of it out, and now you're it's starting to become, and then you're getting more people. So it, it's it's this self perpetuating thing. And you know, again, like three bucks a month. If 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 you are enjoying the content, why not? Why not pay for it? You know, it's yeah. it's cheaper than going to. You pay three bucks a month, and you are getting potentially daily videos from this person. Sure, it's cheaper than going to a movie. Yeah, you know,
0: and three bucks a month again. You know, that's how much nothing. You, how much
1: are you paying for? You know, I have a Netflix, I have a Hulu account. Some people have HBO accounts. You have cable. Yeah. Like out of those four things alone, Amazon. Yeah, you know, how much are you paying a month a year for all of those things combined? You know, three more bucks.
0: Yeah, it's not that yeah. big of a deal. I think that's fair. That yeah. sort of stuff. And I, I again, if I found someone that I really liked, I would happily be happy to support them. Yeah. In that sort of regard, I think it's worth it.
1: Pandora, Spotify. Let's yeah. throw uh, you know audio streaming sure. in there too. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It's really not that big a deal in <laughs> so. the grand scheme of things. So.
1: But that's that's kind of why the nice. That's why everyone's moving to Patreon because of things like this. Yeah. This these content. So now, if they get a video removed, it's not a big deal because that's not affecting directly affecting their livelihood.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that also goes into kind of, you know, also in that vein with PewDiePie and the thing that happened with him mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago where um, he had, uh, he paid five bucks to have some guys hold up a sign that said death or death of the Jews or kill all Jews or something uh, like
1: that. I think it was death to all the Jews.
0: Yeah, which was just was a silly prank. And because of that, the Wall Street Journal decided to just stick up their butt and do some quote unquote reporting.
1: Now, I guess in, in fairness, I don't understand why he chose that. Yeah, but I, I mean, out of anything that you could put, his
0: genuine reaction to that was like, "Oh my god, I didn't think they were going to do it."
1: Right. Well, these, and so the whole the whole shtick behind this was these these guys where if you send them five bucks, they'll write anything you want on a sign. Mm-hmm. And I think they they're I don't know they live in Africa or something. And yeah, they, it's they, some. Yeah. You'll, you'll you'll you they'll write anything you want in a sign and they'll hold it up. They'll dance around with it mm-hmm. for five bucks. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the shtick. Yeah. So he was like, "Let me see, you know what what's the craziest thing I can send to them to to say?" Yeah, and he's like, "Holy shit, they did it." Yeah, but and again. In fairness, I would have probably gone with something else. Yeah, you know, but that's yeah. what
0: he chose to go with. I mean, personally, that's pretty harmless. Um, you know, <laughs> I think that's yeah. Well, I, I mean,
1: any, anyone who's watched PewDiePie, and I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of him. I, I don't dislike him. I just he's just not my cup of tea. But yeah. anyone who's watched him, like there's, there's nothing innately anti-Semitic about him. There's nothing, yeah. innately hate-filled about his channel. It's usually pretty, you know, happy, pretty, you yeah. know, positive, pretty lit. He, does, he made his fame off of video game reviews, and now he's kind of moved out into just more general vlogging. But
0: Yeah. Well, and, and after that, like the uh, Wall Street Journal, you know, dug deep. Yeah, they did they, the, the little hit job on him. Six months. They viewed six months worth of his content and came up with a handful of examples where he made jokes. Right. At the expense of Nazis. You know, and they took his There was jokes. one where he
1: dressed up as Hitler. Yeah. But again, it was it was parroting Hitler. Like... It's no different than Charlie Chaplin or, or Mel Brooks dressing up as Hitler. Like exactly. they were, they were. He was. Again, it may not have been a good joke. The joke may have sucked. Yeah, but it was a joke. He was parodying Hitler.
0: Yeah, he was not. He's not. He, the, the The butt of the joke was Nazis. Right. Exactly. Not Jews. Exactly. So they took his stuff out of context and they painted this picture like here's this guy who all along has been anti Semitic. Right. He's just been sitting there with 55 million subscribers making all this money. Right. And they basically. Advertisers are clueless. And they just basically, uh, you know, hit him. And he lost his, uh, basically, his stuff with YouTube and Disney, which I still think he'll be fine. I mean, he's.
1: Oh, he's still got. Yeah, I mean, he's, 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 he's doing all right for himself.
0: But because of that, advertisers got really scared. Yes. And, and they it, started pulling their content yeah. from YouTube, which now there's not enough. Kind of the
1: great ad, the great ad uh, exit or boycott of 2017.
0: Yeah, and now there's not enough ad money to go around. So a lot of what people were getting before, and I think there was one guy, H3 Productions, said he's now getting 20%. Of what he used to make on videos because of all these advertisers.
1: Well, YouTube has gone through a whole bunch of shit this year. Yeah, where they've gone through. So a lot of people were saying that their the YouTube algorithm, the suggestion algorithm, mm-hmm. was fucked up, and they were. It was. It was uh, spot picking, like cherry picking, rather some the videos to put on the suggest. So basically, the way that your channel really gets gets hit and and goes up the charts is you get on the front page of YouTube. Mm-hmm. You get on that when you log into YouTube. It says, "Hey, suggestions like yeah. our top videos." You can hit that page, but a lot of people were saying that there was some foul play with the algorithm that decides what videos go up there, and only mm. certain YouTubers were getting up there, whereas some YouTubers who were getting equal amounts of hits weren't seeing their videos on that page, and yeah. the suggestion page was getting fucked up, and subscriber counts were going down. Like people were, they were like, "We're losing subscribers." Yeah, YouTube came out and said that you know all this is that's complete nonsense, and and they were trying to be as transparent as they can. And other YouTubers were saying that there's. That's all well and good. so there was this giant back and forth where yeah. people were saying something's going on at YouTube and YouTube is like nothing's going on here. And, you know, some people were able to prove it. I'm using air quotes and YouTube was able to disprove it. I'm again yeah. using air quotes. Who knows what but then this ad thing happened. So now it's a it's loss of views plus ads pulling out, just kind of there was this giant the well started to get dry. Yeah. In it in, in from both sides of the YouTube community.
0: Yeah. That's really uh it's really shitty because you know that's that's a lot of people's livelihood which may seem weird to some it's, folks yeah, but I mean you also weird, look at some of this like people have been doing this since like 2007.
1: Right. Well, the thing is that it's no different than the 1930s when United Artists came about. Mm-hmm. It's the this is this is the digital United Artists. Yeah. Like there's it's there's no difference in how the film industry got born. This is just the new wave of it and a lot of people who are who are set in their ways don't see it don't want to see it that way. Yeah. This is just another the next evolution of the entertainment industry. Yeah. That's all this is. That's yeah. all this
0: is. And there's obviously a demand for it. Yeah, there I is. I mean people watch the stuff religiously yeah. some they, they get
1: more a lot of these YouTubers get more views than most of your primetime network shows do. Which is where, also where all the big advertising money goes. Which is
0: funny cuz I think and again I have no idea. I just I've heard from several different YouTubers and I've read a few articles about the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. doing this stuff. And I don't know if part of it's because they're not seeing the ad revenue and all that ad revenue is going to YouTube oh, yeah. and they're trying you know, I have no idea. The ad
1: industry is shaken right now. Yeah. But they have no idea what the hell to how how to, to what to make of any of this. Because yeah. there is the the increase in ad spend on digital media has growing exponentially and I wish I wish because I didn't know we were going to get into this aspect of it Yeah, and I've got tons of articles that I've read in the last couple months Mm -hmm. if you guys haven't subscribed to tube filter Mm -hmm. subscribe to it because it's a if you are if you have any interest in this realm tube filter is a wonderful period it's a it's an online periodical that all they do is cover YouTube the digital space and all the stuff that's happening in that in that realm uh, usually the articles are very short; they're mm-hmm. very easily easy to read. Yeah. Um. But check them out. Tube Filter is the name of the website. Subscribe to it, and um. But they've got great. They, they talk about this stuff. Like here's the increase in ad revenue, and versus these other, you know, the the traditional media or print media, this and that, and it's insane the amount of growth that they're seeing. And traditional Hollywood, it they're not in trouble yeah. by any stretch of the imagination, but they are nervous. Like they're taking notice and going. Oh, interesting. Because you've seen a lot of CNN, MSNBC, Disney. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones off the top of my head. They've all made plays to purchase different online elements. Yeah. And like Disney purchased Maker's Studio. Yeah. Right. I think I think they just disbanded it because it wasn't hitting the certain metrics they wanted. Yeah. But they paid 450 million dollars to purchase this digital studio that basically had contracts with all these other YouTubers. Yeah. So they bought all these YouTubers essentially. Yeah. CNN just bought uh, an, an app from Casey Neistat. Uh, mm-hmm. MSNBC has purchased—I can't remember what it was. Discovery, um, oh God, now I'm blanking. Discovery Networks bought uh, uh, something that Philip DeFranco was uh, mm-hmm. was was part of, and I think also Revision Three. So all these traditional spaces are seeing this and going, "Well, let's use the money that we have in our yeah. in our banks to like this is the way we're just going to purchase this stuff, and then now we're in." Yeah. Because they see it's coming.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, because um, the the reach you can get is so much <laughs> wider, which also leads me to, I've heard a few guys on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, professors okay. at colleges who've started their own YouTube channel, and they're like, I reach more people on YouTube with my lectures than I do in a year at a school.
1: Plus the audience engagement. Yes. That's the thing that, that, that traditional media can't hold a flame to yeah. is that the audience is actually enga- they're talking they're getting talked back to they're yeah. they're actually engaged with yeah. and that perpetuates the viewership yeah and that's unprecedented
0: exactly and, and and I and personally I've seen more ads online than I do through traditional media <coughs> because I'm watching YouTube videos or you know I'm surfing the web so I Where get do you more spend the majority of I day? spend most of my time online right. I don't spend it's so funny because the other night. Uh, when we got back from Missouri, Jill turned on, like, normal TV and not the Apple TV. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you just, what, what are we doing over here? Right. And I was like, we haven't done that in months. Right. We just go turn on Apple TV and we watch whatever we want to watch from there. So it's like we're bypassing most of the normal commercial stuff because I think those are kind of a crapshoot anyway. Yeah. Because they're like, well, it's, you know, demographic of 18 to 45 male. Uh, this sort of like I'm like that's such a wide range. Like I hate and there's nothing I hate more than watching like a fucking sporting event, like the Super Bowl or the playoffs or for basketball or you know God forbid it's. Uh, I thought you're just gonna leave it.
1: You know I watch the, the playoffs.
0: playoffs for uh, March Madness. <laughs> yeah. Just car commercial, car commercial, car commercial. I'm like I don't fucking like cars. I don't want to see these commercials. Right. Again, like I get so sick of seeing, I'm like these do not apply to me. Right, I would rather see commercials that apply to me. Yeah, which is why, like, you know, the only annoying thing is about some of that online stuff is you get the exact same commercial over and over and over That's again. True. Once
1: they once they peg, yeah, once they look all through your shit and they peg your interest, then you just get blasted with yeah, that I was thing. Like, Jesus Christ! But my my I, favorite I, is if I'm watching, it's an ad before an ad. Oh. Like, if I'm watching a trailer and a trailer comes up, or if, I'm watch, if I specifically, specifically seek out, like, you know, what was that Geico commercial? And I go to look at it, and then an ad plays before the ad. I'm like, this is bullshit. This is hilarious. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I've heard people talk about they go to watch a, the movie trailer, and, like, the same movie trailer ad plays right. before the movie it's trailer. It's amazing. like, yeah. what? Um, it's inception. But I'm okay with that sort of stuff, because I'm like, oh, like, that's targeted for me, and I'd rather see... Ads for products that I might buy or go see or whatever yeah. than a
1: fucking car commercial. There was a skippable ad I watched today. Mm-hmm. I watched it. Mm-hmm. It hooked me yeah. because I was like, "Oh, this is my brand of humor." Yeah, this is a product I might use. Like, it, it nailed it. Yeah. and it was. I know it's because they have skimmed all of my shit and they know exactly who I am. Yeah, and they know how to target me. And I'm like you said, I'm okay with that. Yeah, like. That give me the ads because I might actually find something that I'm like, oh you know what, I want to buy that. Like maybe that's I'll the watch the purpose of advertising. Maybe
0: I'll watch the full fucking movie trailer because I love movie trailers. I don't mind. Right. Unless it's a movie I don't want don't to right, exactly, see. yeah. But you know, I saw the thirty second ad day that I watched, it was just a quick sort of like um you know it was like critics review of War for the Planet of the Apes. I'm like, Cool, I'll watch this. Sure. I don't mind. I don't mind watching ads that make sense. Right. Um, I just I can't stand the blasts you know like it's so funny like over uh, I work in the John Hancock building and occasionally I'll just see like a plane fly by with a Geico flag right. I'm like how useful is this ad right. like who are you are you promoting this to fucking beachgoers? Do you think they're gonna look up and be looking at me like, Oh yeah, I should get car insurance? You like no,
1: I forgot. I've been putting this off for a while. I should probably do this.
0: I'm not a marketer. I'm not an advertiser, but I feel like that's a shitty way to advertise to right, people. Right. Like, What's your ROI on that? Yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe they just know Hank and his plane, and, you know, they gave him 100 bucks. and he's like, cool, and he just goes and, you know... I'm just, still relevant! You know, just yeah. drives around with that sort of stuff. But you see it at, like, uh, concerts all the time, too, like La blues <laughs> or whatever. You see these planes coming by, it's like, yeah. it's always, like, car insurance or something stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't... To be fair, I don't know how you market, uh, you know... Car insurance, but Geico, God bless them, they found a way to make it funny. Right. At least you remember them because of their funny content. Absolutely. And they've been doing it for years. It's like, cool. I remember Geico. Right. I don't know if they really po- will save me 15% or more. Progressive
1: but, just figured that out recently. You know, not recently, but in, yeah. in the more recent, you know, sure. f- history.
0: Yeah. They found Flow and right. like that character and everything like that. Like they stand out. State Farm has their, you know, their mayhem guy. Right. You know, like. Farmers
1: has a J, uh, J.K. Simmons.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or is that? Am I thinking, farmers?
1: No, all, uh, all state, all state mayhem, not State, state Farm. Yet.
0: Yeah, like I. Yeah, it's like all the sort. State of Farm, stuff. I
1: don't feel like has figured it out yet. No, but it's like
0: one of those things where you got to find a way to reach people. And I'm like a guy in a plane and with a banner. Yeah, I don't think it. that's no. the best way to do that.
1: You know who you're gonna get? Who am plane I gonna get? enthusiasts. Pl- Wow. There they go. That's a PL 840X. Like, Jesus. Oh
0: man, is it the Air and Water Show? That's so cool.
1: Man, he's pulling that thing's gotta be twenty by twenty minimum.
0: <laughs> I just I don't understand that stuff. So yeah. that being said, like it, it really bothers me to hear that um you know not only has have advertisers left because they got skittish, and that's the only true power these days. If you can make an advertiser pull away, a right. lot of these sites crumble. But then also, YouTube and Google have put these really ridiculous standards on videos, where well, they, if they feel like it's not f- friendly or whatever yeah. or monetizable, they just don't do it, which I think is really dumb. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: they've ref- it's in this article we got up here it says the they've refused to allow third party content verification on their platforms, so they're the ones who are determining. There's no there's no other way that the advertisers get to get to determine whether or not something... So, basically, if it doesn't meet their standards, then, like, so it, it's very... You're, mm-hmm. you're It's a monopoly, basically, is yeah. what it is. Yeah.
0: Which I kind of understand, to a certain degree, but they need to have better standards. Right. You know what I mean? Like, for example, Nintendo, back in the day, had a lot of control over what games were made, and they got final say and everything, and they would tell people, nope, you can't do this, nope, you can't do that, but people but, but Nintendo made some great games. Right. And they had some great partnerships with people that they were perfectionists. So that's extent, that extent we had a really good brand, we had really good quality stuff. YouTube all of a sudden just deciding, "Oh yeah, this, oh yeah, that." I'm like, "Yeah, but you also have someone who's just having a bad day decides they want to file out, you know, fill out copyright infringement claims and people's stuff just gets taken like down." Like this, like this woman. Then I don't I don't trust them. Yeah. I don't trust them to make the call that needs to be made because they built that system back in the infancy of YouTube where people were just uploading videos and different music companies wanted mass takedowns of their stuff because people were infringing. And who were you going to cater to? The individual or the fucking music companies? Probably the music companies because you don't want to get sued to oblivion. (coughs) So I feel like they've never, they haven't, I could be, I'm just talking out of my ass right now. I feel like they haven't really adjusted that to really take a look and have someone oversee any sort of if you have an in what's his name? The British
1: dude? Jim Sterling?
0: Yeah, Jim Sterling brought this up. He goes, You had one user issue copyright infringement takedown requests for sixty videos. Like that's that's gotta be a flag yeah. unto itself. That's weird. If you have a company that says, yeah, the Warner Music Group says, hey, these thousand videos are copyright infringement, okay. Fine. That one user <laughs> There's, like sixty requests for all these different videos. That that should raise a flag somewhere where someone's like, "Wait a minute, yeah, why is this? Is this one user up to no good? Like, what's actually going on? Right, here? like
1: that. Yeah, there's no, there's no real. I mean, and especially if it's not. You said like if it's not if it was you know, Beyonce or something. Yeah, like yes, but if it's some like pipsqueak little like yeah, I've done I I do composition for some video games like, yeah. well,
0: it just it's it's. It, and I understand at that. At least look at it. Yeah. You know? I understand because nowadays people are really scary. They're scared because if you, and I'm sure they can't review individually, like manually go and look at these these sorts of requests. I'm sure they don't have the staff, and they, nor do they want to. No, like, yeah, I mean, you can't. But yeah. there's got to be better, you know, oversight for that sort of stuff because, again, this is this is people's, you know, livelihoods we're talking about. You know, this isn't just. You know your 13 year old niece putting up videos of her friends jumping on the trampoline. Like this is these are people who are putting in time and effort and content, and they're counting on their ad revenue to you know do this sort of stuff. And for some people, this is just isn't a hobby; it's their way of life.
1: It absolutely is. Yeah,
0: and and regardless of how you feel about that, like that needs to be taken seriously. Like the fact that PewDiePie made millions of dollars doing what he did. Now he's obviously the pinnacle. Yeah, 55 million subscribers. I mean, he's he's his reach, whatever. Like. I think he made I think I read that he made like twelve million dollars or something in, in a year it was something yeah. insane. He,
1: he's by far the most subscribed to, the most watched, and the most the highest paid YouTuber on, on the platform.
0: But if you have fifty five million subscribers, there's also an expectation that you're gonna put out regular content and that's yes. gonna be your, your life. And yeah. That's what he did. Every yeah. day he would get up and he would do a video for that sort and of stuff. And his videos
1: aren't short. Like they yeah. average in, anywhere between like eight to fifteen minutes. Like they're they're substantial videos.
0: That was his job. Yeah. So, you know, if if some of these smaller up-and-coming people don't get the ad revenue that they need to to be successful or to sustain what they want to do because they're only getting 20% of what they used to make, I mean, that's bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, And I don't have a solution for this. I don't know what yeah, no, the best I mean, option is. But I, it I, upsets I also, me that someone can go and do this and it causes other people problems. Like, that's what bothers me, that there's yeah. no one there to be like, mm, we have a flaw in the system because YouTube's not going to be like, my bad, guys. Right. Let's fix this. this I mean, going to be silent.
1: I understand needing to put heavier restrictions. Not heavier restrictions. I understand needing to – you need to put some things, a system in place that better um, – police isn't the word I want to – analyzes and – places ads i guess like mm-hmm. obviously you 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 if you're an advertiser you have to think about your bottom line yeah right so mcdonald's may not want to run an ad against you know um i don't know whatever like someone who is a a super right-wing or super left-wing uh youtube channel they may not want their ads monetized on that mm-hmm. right they may not want to get into the be be locked into a political lean leaning side right yeah so you need to have something to protect the advertisers because otherwise they're pulling out and they're, it just doesn't exist. And then like you yeah. the platform crumbles. But at the same time, you also have to honor the – you can't have things that just throttle and, and choke the life out of the people who create the content that brings the advertisers in because yeah. where there are viewers, advertisers will want to get their stuff. So it's the symbiotic relationship that you yeah. have to figure out how to make it work for both sides. You can't just worry about the money because if – we are far from YouTube crumbling. Yeah. All right, let's put it out there. We are, we are far from that happening. That site is so massive. There are so many people. The platform is still very robust. It's not going to happen anytime soon. But yeah. think about this in, in let's play this out in, in a larger scale. If, you're, if your advertisers start pulling out or if you start uh, favoring the advertisers, the creators are going to get pissed that they're, getting, they're not seeing any support from this platform that they've been on since day one, since yeah. two thousand five, they've been on, right? No support, so they're like, "Well, fuck this! I'm going to go to this other, you know, I'm, Facebook is doing this now, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Vimo mm-hmm. or uh, Vimo, Jesus, Vimeo, mm-hmm. um, and there's a there's a couple other ones that I heard just just recently came out." that are doing essentially they're trying to offer a bigger revenue split with the advertisers to give YouTube revenue for the money they're gonna start looking at these other places and go you know what fuck this like I can get this much money over here they're already they've got things in place too so they're gonna pull out when they start pulling out then the advertisers are gonna go well you guys are losing the advertisers aren't gonna be loyal to YouTube if that's what if that's what it looks like you know so the creators pull out and the advertisers go well there's no one watching this anymore mm-hmm. so we're pulling out and then you're just fucked yeah. then, it, then it's this reverse this it, you know self-perpetuating prophecy sure. like it's it's the reverse of that like we're now it's just slowly decaying itself yeah. so you've got you've got to find the relationship the balance between taking care of your content creators which brings in the revenue yeah. and the revenue people who pay your bill like they're, they're again I don't have the answer either but you, you can't just Something happens. You can't lean. You can't just jerk the wheel right, yeah. and then think that that's going to correct. You've got to slowly. It's like driving in rain. You've got to slowly make sure that you're that you've you know you've got a good grip on the road and that you're yeah. you're you're right in the middle of your lane.
0: Agreed. It's funny too because as for watching some videos and stuff and kind of like learning more about this, I realize how much YouTubers like really don't like viners.
1: Well, like, Vine's dead now. Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay, but yeah.
0: now they're. Heading into YouTube, oh yeah, yeah, and Instagram and stuff like that, and I'm realizing how much those guys really look down on people who used to, who did Vine. Did the, I, I have you seen? I kind of got the the feeling that's you know they're like, look at these kids, look at these look at these it. kids, look at these fucking morons.
1: Isn't it funny though that a lot of the, the a lot of the prolific uh, pro, um what's the word prolific I mean? prolific YouTubers? Thank you, alacrity, um, alacrity a lot of the alacrity YouTubers, yeah, the ex machina YouTubers, yes, um. A lot of the prolific YouTubers are at this point in their late twenties, mm-hmm. maybe early thirties. They're 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 pushing it. They're getting up there. Yeah. And a lot of the the youngins coming in did get their start on Vine and they are coming into the YouTube realm. So you're already the 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 digital space is known for compressing things. Yeah, like it's you know if you got a two hour movie, now you got a two minute video. Like it's yeah. just comp- everything just gets compressed. Um, on a literal level and on a on a, a social level, but now this the aging of someone gets compressed yeah. too. Like twenty seven year olds are like this fucking twenty two year old coming from Vine, yeah. thinking he knows how to make content and yeah. social this. Like it's just amazing to see to see that that uh, that relationship already forming.
0: It was so funny because I was watching H three Productions and he was like covering VidCon. Yeah, Which I didn't know anything about until yeah. just recently, but it's basically where all the YouTubers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it was
1: up started were. by Hank and Aaron. Uh, Hank and uh, God, Jesus, I am fucking up. I don't think it's Aaron Green; it's Hank and his brother Tom Green. Thank you. That's that's what it is. Yep, Hank and Tom. Uh, hold on, Hank Green. I gotta find out what it is. Hank, and, I think it's John. We're gonna find out in a second. It's Clint. I hate you so much. Yep, Hank and Clint. But yeah. Um, but so yeah, they started it. Um, you'll, one of them, I, I think it was I think it was John wrote um, "Fault in Our Stars," mm. that that the book that became the movie with Shanley Woodley. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're vloggers. They're you know again they've been on the platform for a long time. Uh, they started VidCon as kind of an ode to let's let's get together and, and get everyone in the same area and let the fans yeah. meet us and this and that.
0: Yeah, it's uh,
1: sounds like not my scene at all. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna find some 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 channels that you're gonna get into. Oh, man,
0: it's, I it's really I f-
1: think I can find some channels that you'll that you'll that'll turn you into a YouTube watcher. Well, because
0: obviously this guy was showcasing like some really bad ones, and I have to agree with him. Like these are some shitty fucking videos.
1: Oh, like content creators that were there? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah.
0: And I was just like, dude, what the fuck is this? Like, it seems like that were at VidCon. Yeah. Okay. It seems like it was such a ploy. Like, I feel like. It's no different than someone making a video or making a movie just to put asses in seats. Like, don't worry, Megan Fox is in this movie because she's hot. Right. It's like, okay, the, the movie's going to suck, but Megan Fox is in it because she's hot. Interesting. Like, okay. So I feel like a lot of these guys, they use clickbait titles. Oh, clickbait yeah. Clickbait yeah. thumbnails. Yeah. And these are like long-ass videos, like 20-minute videos. Jesus. And it's like a whole bunch of horse shit that they don't even do what they say they're going to do. Or it's just... They, he broke down this guy. It was it was so funny because he was making Instagram like videos, and he goes, "This is funny because, comedically speaking, he's got his premise, he's got his setup, but there's literally no punchline." Right. And he shows two examples, and it's so true. Like
1: <laughs> it's infuriating when that comes up too.
0: And it was like, and, and these get like millions of views. Right.
1: And and people love them.
0: I'm like, like for example, it was like, uh, what was it? It says. Uh, when when your girlfriend uh, when you find out your girlfriend's not on her period anymore and it was just like a video of this guy and this girl they're making out on the couch and she's like wait i need to know i need to check and see if i'm still on my period he goes okay and like she leaves and she comes out and she's looking all sad and he's like looking all anxious and she gives the thumbs up and then like he just starts dancing to shares if you if you believe if you believe, uh, if you believe. With a bunch of other guys, yeah. and he's like, "You expect a twist, but there's no twist. But it's, it's oh good. Li- he's gonna it's have literally, sex. Oh, you're off your period. Cool. We're gonna have sex. It's like there's no punchline.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's yeah. I know. I,
0: or it's like uh, when your friend's a virgin, and this guy comes. Like a whole bunch of guys are hanging out, and this guy comes in with this girl, and they all stop and look, and she like shoves him into the bathroom and closes the door, and they're all like, oh, 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 oh. and then like he comes out with his shirt off and everything like that, and they're all looking around like what? And he just gives the thumbs up, and then they dance to "If You Believe" by Cher, yeah. and it's like, it's, I don't understand. It's like tag if you lo- if you know a virgin. It's like what does this mean? Like <laughs> if he's a virgin, what he's always coming home and having sex because that doesn't mean he's. I'm confused. Like what this doesn't mean anything. But people are like,
1: yeah right. This relates to me, and I was like, "Don't support that bullshit." Yeah, I mean, I there's me now, me like trying to analyze it. I'm, I like, I think, I think what they're going for is is the over-the-top celebration. That's that's the punchline. Is that you know normally it'd be like, "Oh, you you had sex, great, good for you. You're not a virgin." It anymore. was the
0: exact same dance thing that they did with the previous video, right? Party. So that's so, the
1: running gag. I'm using air quotes again. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's terrible though because there's no joke. I well, yeah, because I, the, they're like the
1: joke is the over the over celebration. I think. But they I'm not saying it's a good joke. Believe me. I'm not defending it. How dare you defend this, I'm, Justin? I just said I was it gets, not it. It gets
0: me it. angry because, like, I don't want to shit on anyone's success. <laughs> but this is totally subjective. <laughs> oh, sure. It's like Tim but and But it better Eric. be fucking good. It's like Tim and Eric awesome I at least, show for me. I respect Tim and Eric because yep. I guess to some – I mean, they put something in. People like it, whatever. This just – But people I, like this. I, I How is that different? Agreed. It's a sport. It's, 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 it's not a sport. Um. <laughs> I think it's because I look at this as a less it's – it's, it's not much production time, not as, nearly as much thought, not well acted out, I, and it's yeah. just thrown up there, and then it's millions ru- of people watch it. I'm like, what
1: you, fuck, what is this? It's rushed into production kind it's of thing. It's
0: farted out there, and someone's like, oh, wow, oh, my God. You know where this guy literally just records himself walking around all day or does really bad, stupid shit like, like he does a, a Ouija board thing at a, at a graveyard supposedly, and then he feels like his house is haunted. You know, after, it's just a bunch of horse shit. Who was this? I don't even remember the name of the guy. Because I'm curious now. <laughs> this stuff is terrible. I
1: don't know who's making those videos.
0: But it's just it's just those <laughs> things where, you know, these guys get fame from generating content that I personally feel is subpar. But obviously there's an audience for it and people like it. And far, you know, far be from me to, you know, shit all over that, but I don't understand it. But I'm going to. I don't understand. I think I, there's much better content out there, yeah. you know. Like, and there's something for everybody. Like, I, I like video game donkey. That guy speaks to me from video game perspective, oh, but not guy, for yeah. everybody. Yeah, his videos are kind of weird. They're kind of out there, but I'm like, you know what? This guy's pretty funny. He's been doing it for a while. Not everyone's a hit, but you know, whatever. I like it, but he put some effort into it, and, and I and I respect that sort of stuff. It's if the guy, I mean, Justin. If you would have saw the quality of these Instagram videos, I'm like, you and I could have done this. If somehow we Let's had a following, do it, man. if we, we can somehow get the had the following,
1: that's the thing.
0: If we somehow had the followers, we would be like, cool. Like we just pe- millions of people would have watched it. It's like we really? can get the
1: followers. I don't
0: think we will because I'm involved and I don't understand the ten to
1: that's the point. Sixteen year old. Market. That's no. That's the point. Why is that the point? Because you're the befuddled one, and people will will <laughs> like that. Yeah, he doesn't get it. He's an inside joke.
0: He doesn't get it, so because he doesn't get it, he doesn't make content that speaks to us. Let's watch that.
1: That's... No. I, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Doug, that's, that's you totally have to fucking works. trust me.
0: Yeah. And, and again, this guy was showcasing kind of like the worst of the worst, you know, sort of shit. You know, yeah. There was this video of this model who apparently had 20,000 Instagram views or, like, likes or... I don't know, What do you call them on Instagram?
1: Followers? Followers, yeah.
0: And he was just berating the security guard at VidCon... Because the security oh, guard wouldn't let him in.
1: I know. I watched. I watched. Yeah. I I saw a review on this. Yeah. yeah. He's a douchebag.
0: Real piece of He's shit. A douchebag. And it's hilarious because after the fact, the security guard got more followers than him. Yeah. I
1: think he has like something. One
0: hundred and some thousand. Yeah. 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 He, he,
1: he has at least forty thousand more than what this other guy has. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. It, like it was they
0: ridiculous.
1: And that's the cool. That's the power of the internet that I like. Yeah. Is that the internet watched this video and went, "Oh well, fuck this guy. Yeah. We're going to yeah. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna follow the yeah."
0: But the fact that that guy even had... He did that two days in a row. You know
1: that. Two different security guards.
0: Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That makes it even worse. Because someone
1: I was watching, I think it was actually Philip DeFranco, he was like, you know, maybe, you know, you could, he was whatever, maybe the security guard, you know, we didn't see part of the video and he got in his face or he was, you know, having a bad day or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, but, and they showed the other video, he goes, this seems systemic. (laughs) This seems like it's a thing he does. So fuck you to that guy. Yeah.
0: H3 Productions (laughs) was like,
1: this guy is calling people peasants.
0: He's calling them peasants. Yeah, he goes. You have a- twenty thousand followers on Instagram. You're calling people peasants. You're a peasant. He's like, look at what you're wearing. He told him to go kill himself. Yeah, he goes, too. go kill yourself. He goes, what's he wearing? He's wearing his uniform. Right. Because he works for a living. What the <coughs> fuck do you do?
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, it was really
0: bizarre, like that. And you know, again, that guy was at VidCon, but he doesn't generate videos. But I don't know. It's it's a weird landscape. Um, where people make content that I just, I guess I have to realize that I just, there's stuff out there that I don't understand, and I probably never will, and it's not for me. Yeah. It's not made for me, so I have to get over it. I have to build a bridge
1: so I can get you're over gonna it. You're going to go to Home Depot. I'm going to fucking you're buy gonna, the lumber. You're going to buy some lumber, some yeah. nails. You're going to make sure you get the thick gauge nails. You're mm-hmm. going to get some hammers. Yeah. You know, maybe some maybe some lacquer. Not alacrity, but lacquer. Yeah. You know, you're going to take all those, put them into a truck. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to drive that truck to a river, mm-hmm. a cliff that's yep. by a river, mm-hmm. that has another side to it. Yes, You're going to start putting the boards together, mm-hmm. take the nails, pounding them into the boards, and you're going to build a bridge, and you're going to get the fuck over
0: it. I'm going to build a bridge, and then I'm going to hang myself from it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's an inside joke.
1: I did not. Okay. Well, not with me, obviously.
0: No. <laughs> that goes out to the three people who played this board game with me this past <laughs> week, called Mysterium. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, we were the, the way the board game goes is you have to give out these these cards to people. They're very <laughs> abstract, and the one person is playing a ghost who's been murdered, and they're trying to explain like a person and a place and a murder object. And one of the things is a place, and uh, we had this ongoing joke because I was trying to tell someone I was playing the ghost that um, it was rope that they could hang, like you know they they were killed by rope, So I kept giving them all these cards, and they're like, you know. I guess that's a bridge. I mean, I guess you could hang yourself from that. And like all these cards we were just giving, I guess you could hang yourself from that. I'm like, you know what? Build a bridge so you can hang yourself from it.
1: <laughs> Guys, stop uh, suggesting this. You're not going to hang yourself so the, from s- it.
0: The second time we played it, it was like everyone's like, you know, you could hang yourself from that. <laughs> <laughs> just, it became an ongoing thing. You could hang yourself from it. Now I get it. Yeah. You can build a bridge. It's so much funnier now that I explained it, but I felt like it needed to be explained.
1: You know what doesn't need to be explained? A throw down in my pants. I honestly, for a brief second, thought you were going to do some sort of 90s I like just the way that you throw down in my pants. So you inspired me with Chris Volucci's Throwdown. Yay! I was like, you know who we have not really gotten into a lot is video game characters. Yeah, and so I've been knocking around. I've been knocking around a couple, but the problem that I'm having is that I'm not overly familiar with a lot of video game characters, and I feel like you have played way more video games than I have. So initially. Initially, the throwdown for today was going to be Agent 47 from Hitman okay. versus Max this. Payne.
0: I think I'd have to do Max but, Payne because he has bullet time.
1: But <laughs> I decided, I'm like, I, I, didn't, I don't know enough about Agent 47 and Hitman and all that. So I know a little more about Max Payne. I know you spent some time with Max Payne. Mm-hmm. So I want to do Max Payne versus The Punisher.
0: Mm. I think I have to give it to The
1: Punisher. Yeah. Even though Max Payne has bullet time? Yeah, I mean, the Punisher... Has I know we're crossing like realms of physics here.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Punisher's so much more well-trained, whereas Max Payne's just like a beaten-down cop, former cop.
1: Right, so he's got something. He's got a chip on his shoulder.
0: So he's just like really... uh, Like, in Max Payne 3, Like I mean, he's successful, but not very... I mean, <laughs> the guy's a drunk alcoholic. He's struggling a lot with the death of his family. Right. So, so they so both
1: got deaths of the family to fuel them. They do. They're both trained. Punisher may be better trained, but they're both trained at least. Yeah. Right? In tact- tactical and weapons and things like that. Even yeah. though the Punisher has an upper hand on that. Don't wiggle your finger. So at me they've like, got. Oh, that's weird. you got. <laughs>
0: yeah, there it is. There it is. So they've there got. Is. All right. So
1: the motivation, I th- I'd say they're equal on motivation. Okay. They're both they're both pissed about the death of their family.
0: I'll say this much. Punisher wants more vengeance than Max Payne does. Okay. Max Payne just wants to drink and forget. Okay. Whereas all I feel right. like the Punisher's like, you know. Fuck them all. Yeah. If yeah. you've done something wrong, I'm going to take you out sort of thing.
1: They both have training, even though the Punisher has more training, more training in that realm. And
0: I'd argue access to more weapons.
1: Okay. I mean, you've played the game. Let's, well, let's, but here's the thing. Let's give them equal equal weapons. Okay. you got to set the scene, right? Sure. So, <clears throat> ironically, the same person killed both <laughs> of their thought families. I were going to say Iraq. I'm like, cool.
0: That's where we're going. <laughs> Iraq. Go. <laughs> the they room. have
1: handfuls of sand, and that's it. <laughs>
0: handfuls of sand. Yes.
1: And scorpions. And scorpions. Um, no, so I would say, ironically, the same person killed both of their families.
0: It seems highly unlikely, but I'll go with it. Doug, this
1: is my setup. Okay. They've both tracked this person down to a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they both, they don't know what this guy looks like, but they know they've tracked him here. Yeah. And they each happen across each other and think the other one is the person they're after. Mm-hmm. They each have a rifle and a handgun. Mm-hmm. Go. Max Payne. Bullet time. Yeah, all right. I was like, "Wait, what? Oh, wow!" I was like, right? going through
0: this, I'm like, none of that matters because he's bullet time, slows it down, <laughs> shoots him in the head." Game How over. does
1: he do bullet? Does he have pills? I don't know. Like, do they explain bullet time in the real world?
0: They don't, but I think it'd be really. So you can funny. just do it. Yeah, you just do it. That's-
1: so it's not like here you pop a pill and it like alters your conscience.
0: I think it'd be funny if they did explain it. Like, I
1: wish they kind of did. He
0: thought he was in bullet. He was in bullet time the whole time, but for some <laughs> reason he was just very focused. <laughs> He's so focused that he thinks he's moving in slow
1: motion, and he's like, "It's amazing." <laughs> Punisher's just standing there watching him physically move. Like, <laughs> what it's are like, you what, doing?
0: What's going on here? Yeah, I think if you throw a bullet, why are time you in moving there, so slow? Yeah, if you throw a bullet time in it, I don't think the Punisher has a chance unless the Punisher gets to jump on him I and mean, he doesn't realize what's happening, and then he can't turn around. So on if the, the Punisher can
1: set up, it's Punisher all, all day. But yeah. if Max Payne. And the Punisher happen across each other at the same time. I feel like
0: all things being equal, the Punisher would win. Yeah, um, just based on his, um, based on his experiences, what he's fought. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, he's fought villains of all types and everything like that. He's been exposed to more powerful things and probably more...
1: taken a bigger beating than Max Payne yeah, has. Yeah, I mean,
0: Max Payne's seen some shit, but not like what Punisher has. So okay. I think Punisher's more equipped to deal with that sort of stuff. Um, but if Max Payne can go click and then turn on bullet time and then start shooting, I think he wins.
1: So all things being equal, Punisher, but if Max Payne's got his bullet time, it's Max Payne all day. I agree. So we're going to say all things being equal, so Punisher for the win. Thank you for
0: listening for the win. All Things Being Equal featuring the Punisher. That's it. Punisher wins the throwdown. All things being equal. That's now the exit. Uh, Throw down music Let's see
1: if you can Remember it for next week
0: We'll see (laughs) Guys thanks for listening Uh, It's always a pleasure To sit down And spend this time With you by the fireside By fireside chats And really just Get to know each other But uh, In all seriousness If you're not
1: busy Next week Let's do it again Yeah next week
0: uh, We'd love to talk to you About some stuff The good Uh. stuff Uh, So yeah um, Anything you want to Promote or anything You want to shout out Um. Mr. Strandyballs
1: Go see Chris Vellucci's show. Yes. Because I heard, I talked to some people who went the first night, and they said it was really good. The
0: Chris and Matt Show, playing at... The DeMott Theater. DeMott Theater at Second City Training Center.
1: Every Friday, for the next three Fridays. At
0: 8.30 p.m. Tickets are $13, but if you go online and enter the uh, code SQUEEP, SQUEEP. That's S-Q-U-E-E-P. It'll get you $3 off, so it'll only be $10. And Justin, what's uh, SQUEEP stand for? SQUEEP! It means that's when someone's looking your butthole. That's right. So, damn it. How quickly you've forgotten. I
1: really, I had to drink a lot to forget that. <laughs>
0: Happy Fourth of July. Squeep. Um, so, yeah, go check out that show. I'm Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking uh, I'll be checking out that show uh, either, probably not this uh, coming Friday, but the next Friday. Because this Friday, I have a show at the Playground Theater with my team, Recess. No, stop it. Oh, yes. At uh, 8 o'clock, we'll be opening up for the Real Housewives of Improv Hoo-ah. at the Playground Theater. Tickets are $10, so come see us. It'll be a good time. We uh, like to have fun at the Playground Theater. So uh, you can buy tickets at the door. I don't think they do advanced sales, so what uh, BYOB. Get boozed up on a nice Friday night. Watching some improv comedy. All right. All right. Uh, You guys can find Mind Gap on Facebook. Look for our page there where you can now tag the page, which is great. We're back up and running in that regard. All one word. All one word, Mind Gap Podcast. Uh, You can also find us on Twitter at Mind Gap
1: Podcast. Justin exists in the online realm. I do. You can find me online at JustinStradlin.com as well as Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. Um 2 east com slash MindGap is where you can find all of our episodes on there. 2 uh, east com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever is another podcast that I do with Milo Stevanovitz almost every Monday, and it's about the bar industry. Uh, we got some really fun guests on there. We've got some really fun guests actually lined up to come on, so check that out. 2 uh, east in general, yeah. has some fun shit. Uh, we were doing a bunch of stuff with uh, Chris Vellucci to get him up and running for a show. Uh, so check out some of the videos we got there, and we've got some other really uh, really fun ideas that uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be working on this summer. We're going to be churning out some more stuff. Uh, while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher. Uh, subscribe to us on the podcast. Review us. Take 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Just let us know what you think. It can be one sentence. It can be a paragraph. Let us know, uh, let us know how we're doing. Uh, all your feedback is uh, taken. It's ingested. We analyze it, and then we do nothing with it. Then we poop it out. That's it.
0: That's it. Yeah, and uh, if you guys have any thoughts on the YouTube stuff, let us know. I'd love to hear from some... Uh, Please do, yeah. Some Either some YouTubers or from people who are uh, avid uh, YouTube fans. I would love to know. Explain to me. Help me understand. Sound off on any of our social medias. I would love to know more about that just because, uh, you know, I just feel like it's outside my realm. I feel like I was 10 years too late to the game. So You're not. Mm, whatever. But guys, we love you. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Squeak. Mind Gap Podcast.